first coming attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie or digital media, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll take you behind the scenes, interview celebrities, and review new movies, TV shows, and digital releases. Now, here are your hosts from Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Calista Best from Los Angeles, California, and today we will be talking about the Aeronauts, Jumanji, The Next Level, Merry Christmas, Llama Llama, and Bookful. And first, we will be talking with Zoe about the Aeronauts. All right, how are you doing, Zoe? I'm fine, thank you. So, can you start by telling us a little bit about this film? Sure. Um, the film is about a scientist named James Glacier, who is Eddie Redmayne, who has a desire to break the world record of how high someone has gone into the sky. But he decides to bring along Amelia Wren, who is a scientist and a passionate um, adventurer. So they kind of discover things about themselves, each other, and about the world around them. All right. Interesting. This film is a biopic, right? Yeah. Okay. So, because whenever I do biopics, I always feel weird saying, how are the characters? Because they're technically not characters. But yeah, yeah, the same question still applies. Um, yeah, the film is, it's like inspired by true events, and um, Felicity Jones, who is Amelia Wren, the explorer slash scientist, she's, she's loosely inspired by an actual scientist, but she's not an actual person, but Eddie Redmayne's character is the actual real-life meteorologist named James Glacier. So this, this is less of a biopic and more of a like like a like a it's historical kind of a fiction. Thing, I guess. Okay, so then now, now, well, then I guess I can technically say how are the characters? Yeah. Well, so, so can you tell me a little bit about these um, characters? Yeah, um, Amelia Wren. Um, she's kind of really at the first. Like, part of the film, you can see she's really outgoing and really excited. But as the movie actually carries on, you can see that um, James was more... I, I guess they kind of switched personalities at one point. Because at the beginning, James was more worried about how things could go wrong. And at the end, he was kind of like, let's go higher and higher and higher. Because he wanted to break the world record. But Amelia, at the, the beginning, she was like, yeah, let's do this. And then at the end, she was kind of... The one who saved everything. Hmm, interesting. Who would you say is your favorite character in this film? I really like Amelia Wren, played by Felicity Jones. Um, I haven't seen her in too many films. I know that she has worked with Eddie Redmayne from The Theory of Everything, and I'm pretty sure she was in Star Wars Forces of Destiny, but that I remember seeing her know, and I feel like this was a great movie that she was in, and she was just perfect for the role. Hmm. So would you say that she was also your favorite actor in this film? Well, Eddie Redmayne is one of my all-time favorite actors ever, so that's kind of a hard question. Oh, I see. So is it, I guess you would say it's a tie between those two? Definitely. Interesting. So what was your favorite scene in this film? Well, my favorite scene is at one point when the two scientists, at one point they reach a level that they haven't broken the record yet. But it was such a beautiful scene where all of a sudden a bunch of butterflies, yellow butterflies actually, came out of nowhere. And then you could just kind of see them, like, dancing in the air. And I felt like that was such a 
beautifully filmed scene and I really enjoyed it. Oh wow, that's that sounds really cool. <laughs> so since this film is about like like air like hot air balloons and stuff, are there any like special effects or anything? Like could you really tell or was it like all more practical effects? Well, there were like a few major scenes where things got pretty intense and then you can kind of see the hot air balloon like kind of going everywhere at one point where like I guess a storm or something came upon and I thought it was really beautifully like filmed and everything but I also felt like you could kind of tell like that actually didn't happen but I felt like it was cool to watch. Hmm. I see. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we are talking about the Aeronauts Jumanji The Next Level and right now I'm talking to Zoe about the Aeronauts. So, Zoe, uh, what did you feel about the music in this film? Music didn't really play a major role in this film. I guess it was more dialogue and the drama between the characters. But I guess the background music was nice. Hmm, I see. And uh, it's a historical film. And I really am quite a big fan of aesthetics. How was the costuming in this film? I really like the costumes. Actually, um, lately films have been in the time frame of the late 18th and 19th. So I do feel like this really complemented that trend in movies. And um, of course, costumes play a role in having a movie set that late in a time frame. So I, I actually did notice in a couple of scenes, the costumes were really pretty and beautiful. Oh, that's nice to hear. Yeah, you know, I, I personally like, I notice how I only kind of pay attention to costumes when it's, like, historical aesthetics, because for some reason I'm really drawn to that. <laughs> I, I don't know why. It, yeah, it's just, like, I don't know. I'm always fascinated by that kind of, like, aesthetic, so. Um, how was the cinematography in this film? Especially considering the fact that this film revolves flying, so I feel like that would lead to some interesting shots. Yeah, I really liked the cinematography. Like, the visuals were stunning, and the special effects were impeccably achieved. Um, I felt like every single scene that I was watching, I really just told myself, wow, this is really beautiful, and I was a big fan of how they filmed everything. Oh, that's nice to hear. Since this film is, well, not technically a biopic, but historical fiction, um... Did you really know much about this specific story? Not at all. I didn't even know that, like, go like in a hot air balloon, you could reach that high into the sky, and I didn't know that was a world record either. And I thought that was interesting, because I, I feel like people don't really get to see hot air balloons that often. Like, I've probably seen only, what, a five in my entire life, in real life? Or one? I don't know. And I thought this movie, it was, um, it was yeah. really... Cool to see that. Yeah, I kind of get what you mean. Like, like I, I don't know. Now that you say it, I kind of realize you're right that hot air balloons are a lot more rare than people. yeah, than you would think uh, that they are. Yeah. So, would you say this film kind of like taught you anything about this specific like niche in history? I guess it kind of taught me how like. Well, I got a lot of messages from this film, and I don't know. I just kind of, I felt like 
I did learn more about like the time and era and how things were kind of handled back then. And I've noticed that things, they've changed in a way that there's a difference. But after watching this film, I realized like, um, like how they use hot air balloons. Like, I don't know, from watching, I saw how, how if they like took as much things as possible off of the hot air balloon, you would go down slower. It was interesting to watch. Mm, that's good to hear. So I guess like um, for a final question, what would you say for this film in terms of star rating and age rating? I'd probably give this film a 3.5 out of 5 stars and recommend it for ages 8 through 18 and adults as well. All right. Well, uh, this was fun. Thank you for talking to me. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Let's take a break. I'm Calista Best from Los Angeles, California, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by The Snowman, the 40th anniversary. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Benjamin Price, and we've been talking about the Aeronauts, and after this segment, we'll be talking about Merry Christmas, Llama Llama, and Bookful. First, let's talk with Calista and Will about Jumanji, The Next Level. So, Callista, what were your overall thoughts on Jumanji, the next level? I thought it was overall a really fun a really fun movie, especially considering it was a sequel, and I kind of have mixed feelings on sequels as a whole. I thought it was really entertaining. It was like, it was the, the per- perfect example of what I like to call stupid fun, where it's just absolutely ridiculous and off the wall, but you don't really care because you're having such a fun time. Well, um, that sounds, that's good to hear. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I was hoping this one would be good, but I wouldn't say going into a Jumanji movie, I'm expecting like a really deep movie or anything. Just I want to have a good time. So, Will, what is the plot of Jumanji in the next level? Uh, the, the plot is basically... Um, so, one of the kids uh, takes back the game from the first movie... And he goes back in, so then all of his other friends have to go back in and find him and take him out, and they have to win the game. And it's just, like, a bunch of action and humor all along the way. Cool. Callisto, who is your favorite character in this film? I'm a bit biased here because she's kind of my favorite actress. And even though she's... It's weird. It's weird talking about, like, acting in this film, because, like, you have some characters who are technically not real characters, they're, like, real people. But, um, but, because this is not a spoiler, because you can look up the cast list and see her name. But there's an extra avatar in the game, and she's, and she's played by Aquafina, who has recently become one of my favorite actresses. So I must say I'm particularly biased towards her avatar because I love Aquafina and I think she's a really great actress. Her whole character in general is somewhat of a spoiler, so I can't really go into much detail. But I, I just really like—I just really want to mention the fact that Aquafina is, is in this film. I really like her a lot. So that's really all I need to hear. She's a phenomenal actress. The um, The Farewell, Ocean's Eight, Crazy Rich Asians. She's good in everything. So I'm oh, happy yeah, to definitely. hear the same here. Um, Will. Yeah. Who were some of your favorites out of the new characters, and who were some of your favorites out of the old characters? Um, definitely out of the new characters. Uh, I liked um, Eddie, which is Spencer's grandpa. He's played by Danny DeVito. And he's really funny. He got a lot of laughs when I went to that theater. And some of my uh, favorites from the old movie are... Um, I don't know their names really in the game. There's, there's Dr. Bravestone, who is played by Dwayne Johnson... And he, it's, it's just, he's funny throughout the whole movie. And I don't want to get a spoiler alert, but it's not the same people playing the characters in this one than in the first one. So it's different people being like Dr. Bravestone and stuff. So a bit of a twist on the original. Uh-huh. Callista, Jumanji... It has elements of action and fantasy, but above all, it really is a comedy. Can you talk a little bit about um, some of the comedy of this film? Was it effective? Uh, did you laugh? Oh, it was pretty effective. Well, I, I will say, um, I guess since we're not giving out the main twist of this film, a lot of the comedy in the first half, it is kind of the same joke over and over again. It, it is funny, but it does get somewhat repetitive, but thankfully that's not the entire film. The entire film is just like, there's a lot of quips, there's a lot of, there's references to the first, there's a lot of like, there's actually a surprising amount of like background details that I personally find really funny that you may not notice like right away. Uh, overall, it was a pretty funny film, especially the action. That's what you hope for from um, a sequel to the first one. Will, 
can you talk a little bit about some of the the more fantastical elements, the sci-fi, the action? Uh, there were definitely a lot of action scenes in this, and there were definitely a lot of action scenes, and they were all just pretty great. The special effects were amazing in the action scenes. You could, you really thought it was all real, and it was, it was just really great. Yeah, it sound, it sound, it looks to be a very fantastical movie. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we're talk we've been talking about the Aeronauts and next after this segment we'll be talking with about Merry Christmas Llama Llama and Bookful. So let's get right back into our interview with Will and Callista on Jumanji the Next Level. Callista. So when I when I saw the first one, I would when I first saw the first one, I cannot say that I necessarily thought we would get a sequel out of it. Do you think this movie um, warrants a sequel, and do you think this works well as a sequel to the original? I mean, I definitely think out of like every film out there, like the one I like, I wouldn't necessarily say I would prioritize the 2017 Jumanji. Not saying that like it's a bad film or like it didn't deserve a sequel. It was just like. It was kind of a strange reveal because I remember first hearing about, I don't remember what film I was watching, but I was in the theater and I saw a trailer for this film. It is definitely one of the better sequels I've seen. And as for like future installments, not no specifics, but the way it ends definitely hints at, at like something possible, like the possibility of, uh, of another film. I don't know if they're actually going to go through with it, but they might. <laughs> I guess get ready for Juman three. Um, do you, Will? Do you think this film compares uh, to the original? Um, honestly, in my opinion, I think that this one is better than the original. I mean, the original had lots of like it was always really funny and the acting was great. But in this one, I just feel like when it introduced the new characters. They were just, like, perfect for the movie, and it just made it so much better. Well, I gotta say, you guys are getting me pretty excited for Jumanji the next level. It's good to hear all these uh, good things about it. Callista, so going into the um, sequel, I imagine the video game is quite a bit different from the last time. So can you talk a little bit about the new environments and, like, worlds introduced in this sequel? Oh, definitely. This film, like, right off the bat, they're like, oh, this is different than the original game we played. Um, there, It's mostly, like, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot more character, I would say, to this film. Like, like there's a lot more, like, NPC. Okay, I'm trying to figure out how to describe this because it's really weird. There's, like, specific NPCs that are important to the story. And even, like, the characters, like, like early in, they noticed that their avatars, like, stats, like, their strengths and weaknesses are slightly different to sort of complement the new environments, which that it does end up coming up later, so I won't say what exactly. But, like, the characters will notice, like, hey, that stat, that skill wasn't there before, and then they'll be like, oh, like, I wonder why that's changed. And then then that'll become important for, like, the climax. So that that's kind of, like, the major differences. And, like, I'm sure there's more that I can't really remember but they do, but like the changes in the game is definitely one of the most important aspects of this new adventure. 
I thought the way they played with some, like the NPCs in the first one, um, were really fun. So I'll be excited to see more of that from this movie. Uh, Will, what age rating would you give this film? There are there are some like violence and swears and a couple of inappropriate jokes. So I would honestly give it an age rating of twelve to eighteen. Although adults would probably um, like it too. And Callisto, um, what star rating give this film, and would you recommend it? Um, I I would give this film four out of five stars. If you liked the 2017 Jumanji, or if you even liked the original original Jumanji back in the 90s, you might like this one too. Thank you both so much for talking with me about Jumanji The Next Level. Of course. Thank you for having us. Um, let's take a break. I'm Benjamin Price, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by The Snowman 40th Anniversary. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Calissa Best from Los Angeles, California, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about the Aeronauts and Jumanji the Next Level, and next we will be talking with Benjamin and Beatrice on Merry Christmas Llama Llama. How are you two? Great. Very good. So, Benjamin, can you explain the plot of this film? Sure. It's just sort of about Llama Llama. It's based on the kids' book series, and it's about him going around with his friends. There's uh, one episode where he judges a snowman contest. There's another one where um, it's all about reading, and then uh, there is another one where it's about him dealing with a secret Santa contest. Interesting. So, Beatrice, how are the characters in this film? They're pretty funny. I think they really did a nice job of recreating the characters from the book by Anna Dudney. That's nice to hear. So, speaking of the books, 
Beatrice, have you actually, like, read or do you know of the books? Because these dudes, the name Llama Llama sounds familiar, but I cannot remember from what. I read it a little bit in, like, kindergarten or something. And then my teacher gave me my first chapter books, and I was just hooked on Junie B. Jones after that. Benjamin, do you know anything about Llama Llama? Absolutely, yeah. I read these books a lot when I was like three or four, and then it was Diary of a Wimpy Kid. But um, basically, it's just about Llama Llama and his mom, and that's kind of it. They're pretty simple, but I remember really liking them. Yeah, because like, don't know why, but like, I'm like, I really think I remember this, like, like these books. I don't know what they're from. I'll probably have to ask my mom about that. But <laughs> so, Benjamin, what did you think? What did you think about the characters in the show? I liked them. There's quite. It's quite a kooky cast of side characters, and I feel like Llama Llama sort of brings the show down to earth. He's a nice perspective for you to enter into the show, and. He's a very likable character. Um, you know, he's nice to all his friends, and he cares about them. Yeah, and I'd say the supporting characters, they range from sort of kind of annoying to um, fun to watch. My favorite character is Gilroy Goat, because um, I really liked uh, the journey he gets to take in an episode about reading. I see. And Beatrice, who would you say is your favorite character? Um... I think Euclid, Euclid um, he's a, a sheep, and he's really, really smart, and um, he's also pretty funny, too. I see. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we are talking about the Aeronauts Jumanji, the next level, and right now, I'm talking to Benjamin and Beatrice about, about Merry Christmas, Llama Llama. So, I... Can't believe it's actually taking me this long to get to it. But, uh, Benjamin, how is the animation in the show? Um, it's really good. It's certainly, it pays, it stays true to the look of the illustrations from Anna Dudney's books. Sort of the, the backgrounds are very still and, um, reminded me a lot of the illustrations. And then the characters in motion make it feel like, you know, they're just coming to life off the page. Beatrice, how is the acting in the show? The voice actors are really good. I'm pretty sure for once they actually hired child actors to do, like, child voices. As they don't do in a lot of really old animated movies. And then, um, yeah, they were really good at sounding like, like, kind of what animals would sound like if they were human children, I guess. Thank God. They actually cast actual children. That's one of my biggest pet peeves, and not not just animation, and like, but like the entire like entertainment industry. I hate that so much. Yeah, that that's that's definitely a plus for this show. Benjamin, who is your favorite actor in the series? Jennifer Garner. I was not. I was surprised to see her in it because they had not really advertised it that heavily on the box or anything. But I thought. That um, number one, it was cool. Uh, I hadn't heard. I don't think I've ever heard her do voice acting, and um, I thought she was very good as a uh, llama's mom, llama llama's mom. 
I see. Because um, I've heard that name before. I've heard of Jennifer Garner. So that's interesting. Um, Beatrice, what would you say is your favorite episode in the series? Probably the one where um, there, he becomes the judge of a snow sculpture. But he's not allowed to know what anyone's sculpture is or work on his own sculpture or, like, pick favorites. And so he's, like, really having trouble picking. I see. And, uh, Benjamin, same question. What is your favorite episode? My favorite episode is uh, the Llama Llama one about the reading. I see. Beatrice, are there any important morals that uh, you gathered from this series? You should always use your imagination to your advantage. And, uh, Benjamin, uh, uh, are there any other morals we got from this series? Um, I think it's just be sort of, like, kind and caring to everybody around you. Um, Lama Lama is a very positive character um, who's always nice and tries to find a way to be nice to others. And um, I think that's why his friends are so nice, or so, like him so much. I see. What would you say is your favorite, uh, Beatrice, what would you say is your favorite scene? Not, not necessarily your favorite episode, but just like any of the episodes. Uh, there's this really cool one where all of the friends are playing outside and the animation, like all the backgrounds are like painted while all the characters are like the hand drawn characters, which it makes it look really cool. I see. And, uh, Benjamin, same question. What did you think of, what was your favorite scene in any of these episodes? Um, I really liked the scene where Gilroy Goat get, uh, learns to read. I, I thought it was uh, surprisingly inspiring <laughs> or, like, uh, moving because it's all about him sort of overcoming this his, uh, his illiteracy and um, impressing his friends and being confident. I really liked that. I see. And, uh, Beatrice, final question. What would you give this series in terms of of star rating and age rating? I would recommend the age for probably like two to like eight. And then adults would like it when they watch it with their kids. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys both for talking to me. No problem. No problem. Bye. Let's take a break. I'm Calista Best from Los Angeles, California, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by the Snowman 40th Anniversary. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. 
For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Calista Best from Los Angeles, California, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about the Aeronauts, Jumanji, The Next Level, Merry Christmas, Llama Llama, and next we will be talking with Ethan about Bookful. How are you doing today, Ethan? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, too. So, can you explain a little about what Bookful is? Because, surprise, surprise, it's actually not a film or a show. (laughs) It's a mobile app for kids that you can use on Android or Apple devices where you can have books, but you'd think it's just an ordinary book app, but it takes a whole different level. It's in 3D. There's little games you can play with the books. It's just so much that you wouldn't even think it's possible to be an app for books. Like, you think, oh, it's just a book app, but it's literally like playing video games while reading books, and it helps you so much read books. Okay, wow, that is definitely not what I was expecting. All right, now I'm curious about this. How does, like, playing video games while you're reading, like, did you try that? Because I'm curious about, like, how that would work or, like, how that would help you. Well, there's different places you can visit. Like, there's one, I don't know what it's called, but it's like a space thing. You read a space book, and then afterwards you can play. It's kind of like where you have to get the stars without hitting any objects, and you have three lives, and you have to, like, get letters and jump or duck after you read the space book. And it's really cool because it's, like, the same, like, topic of the book because they're both space. So it's kind of like a little mini game. I'm curious as to, like, how that would actually, like, work with, like, helping kids read. That's... That's interesting. So, like, what else did you try out with this app? There was... Oh, my God, there's so much. I can't even... I don't know what else to say. There's uh, there's a whole library with a bunch of books. I couldn't stop reading them. And also, when you read a book, you get 30 stars. I don't know what the stars are used for, but I think I have, like, 300. <laughs> I just constantly played. Is there, like, like a, like a shop or something? Like... Honestly, I, I don't think there is. It's just, you get stars. I don't know what to use the stars for, honestly. So I guess it's just, like, a reward system, then. Hmm. <laughs> so what books did you read uh, on the app? There was... Ooh, there was a lot. I read, like, I think almost ten. <laughs> and then I played, like, so many games. Uh, there was one about, like, rabbits. 
Oh my god, it was so much. I can't remember. I was just on today. I was on it like all day just playing, and I don't remember because there's so many other books. One was like rabbits. One was about a duck, and then I played the space game today. I played a mini golf game today. It was really cool. <laughs> That's all I can remember. There's just so many books. So are these like original? Are these books like kind of like Netflix originals where you can only find them on that specific app or? Are they are they just like actual books that you can like buy in a store? I think they are actual books, but I've never seen them before. Like there was one, it was I think Clark the Shark, where uh, he was like a new kid or something. They the kids didn't play with him because of his size and how he played too rough. And I think that's an actual book. I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure it's an actual book. Hmm. Yeah, because like the way you were describing it, it seemed like these were books. You that like you were completely new to you, so so that that that's interesting. So like, what? How were the books on the site? Like, did you enjoy reading them? Or it was really fun because when you read them, it's like you're inside a 3D like playroom. It's like a little like kids' bedroom. You can see the toys everywhere, and then you read the book in 3D, and they read it to you. Like you don't have to read it. It's just they do it with audio. And it's cool because the page pops out, like, the picture, so you can see what's happening. That's interesting, because I don't think I've ever really seen something like that. That's that's pretty neat. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we are talking about the Aeronauts, Jumanji the Next Level, Merry Christmas, Llama Llama. And right now I'm talking with Ethan about Bookful. I, I'm interested in this like 3D thing. So like, is it is it like those movies where you had to wear like 3D glasses to um to like see parts of the screen, or is it like like how does this work? I'm very curious. It's like you go to the there's like it's like it's so much. It's um like a whole world kind of, but you click on the library and you pick what book. And then, like, when you click the book, you pick what activity do you want to read it or play games on it. And then when you click read, it brings you to, like, your bedroom, kind of. And then you get to read it, but when they read it, it pops out and every page pops out so to show you what's happening. So is it kind of like an audiobook site or can you actually just, like, read it yourself? You can, I think you can just read it by yourself, but the only way to do that is by, like, I think turning off the volume because... They read it to you. Yeah, because uh, audio books are, like, not really for everyone. I know a lot of people prefer them, but that is kind of an important thing to sort of, like, specify because you never know. Re- with reading, it's kind of difficult because for some people, like, they just can't get into it. Actually, speaking of that, would you, like, would you recommend the site for those who, like, have trouble reading or those, like, who have trouble getting into reading? Yeah, this definitely helps them because they're pro like they don't like reading and this would make them love reading. And I'm pretty sure once you play this app a few times, you won't even need the app anymore because you'll already be doing what the app does with your imagination. It's basically like teaching you to use your imagination. It's like a whole entire world with books. And it's really nice because it teaches kids. So whenever kids are reading in class, they learn to use that to understand the book. I've I've never really been one to have trouble with reading, and I've I've recently gone back more like back into reading more. So th- this has never really been an issue for me. But I know that 
this is kind of something that a lot of people struggle with. So I feel like this is very important. So like if, if Audible isn't cutting it for you, you can try Bookful. So yeah, you mentioned also the games. I feel like we haven't really touched on that that much. Aside from the space game that you brought up a few times, are there any other notable games? Uh, there's one where I was reading, like, the rabbits game. It was kind of, like, match the colors, so it would show all the colors. Like, for example, there were two red bunnies and two green, and then they they show you them, and then they go back in the hole, and you have to match them. Like, you have to memorize where they were, and then, like, click the red one and then the other one. And uh, it gives you multiple tries. Like, it says try again, but you have multiple tries, so it never makes the kid feel bad or, like, they lost or anything, because <laughs> you can try over and over. Wow, I'm still trying to, like, figure out how the games, like, help. Sorry, but this is just a very, like, strange I know, concept. right? I it's, never like, really... <laughs> it's like I've there's never... never, ever an app for books like this. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because, like, I know there's a lot of, like, uh, reading apps, but I've never really seen anything like this. I, I, hmm, this is very interesting. Wow. Yeah, I'm. That's a cool idea, though, having the the games. I, I guess it's sort of a way to, like, in, like encourage people to continue. And I, I guess I, guess technically, I technically can still do a star reading and age reading. So what would you give this app? What would you I, give this app in terms of star reading and age rating? I give it five out of five stars, definitely, because this is one of the best apps I've ever seen. Like, you can't find this anywhere else. And I'd recommend it ages four to 18, Plus adults who can enjoy this app while playing with their children. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to me about this. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First film critic team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for our reviews on Press for Kids, KidsWorlds.com and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by the Snowman 40th Anniversary. I'm Calista Best from Los Angeles, California. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye! Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, you know more which movies, TV shows, or digital media to look for, or learned about the talent that worked on or off camera on them, and can make informed decisions about what to watch. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode, and tune in again next week.